So good afternoon. I have um, an offering this afternoon on a guided heart practice. And um, my focus today is on metta. I'd like to say a few things about it first and then offer a guided meditation for us to practice together. So metta is one of four forms of love that the Buddha taught. And those uh, are expressed in the forms of the Brahma-viharas, metta being loving-kindness, and there's also compassion, sympathetic joy, and equanimity. And metta is the Pali word for friendliness, And in some versions, I've heard it referred to as growing fat with friendliness, but I try not to think about that too much. (laughs) Basically, it's an intentional offering of goodwill. It's, um, It's the heart's natural desire to um, offer kindness. It's the impulse of the heart to offer friendliness and kindness to self and to others. And this practice just kind of invites us to touch into our nature in this way. It's considered a quality of heart that holds all things without uh, qualification, where nothing's really left out of the equation. So it's not that kind of friendliness or love that we think about where you know, it's, it's good until they do something that rubs us in the wrong direction. Then we kind of cut the cord. But it's more of a boundless heart, like the high noon sun that shines on all things. Dr. Maya Angelou describes it this way. She says, love has no boundaries. It jumps hurdles, leaps fences, penetrates walls, and arrives at its destination full of hope. So this kind of heart quality that um, is generous and boundless and indiscriminate that we're looking at when we think about metta. Another way I think about it sometimes is as a technology. This practice is a bit of a technology. It's like a, a software upgrade that we pop into the conditioning of our hardwired minds. And because it's a technology, we have have a learning curve that we have to go through to to get it, um, to get the momentum down to where we can really use the technology and understand it well. We know how to use it because we've practiced. So I like to play with it that way, that it's a software that we put into the hard wiring of our conditioning, our habitual mind. Another way I like to think about metta is that it's more atmospheric, that um, it's kind of like um, controlling the climate. We're setting the thermostat to kindness and warmth. It is our intention to have an atmosphere so that whatever arises 
in the space of our heart and mind is within this atmosphere of kindness and warmth. And that's what we're doing in this practice. We're kind of creating an environment that loves whatever comes to our heart and mind. Metta is a simple practice, but it's not so easy. It's simple because there's basically, in the tradition, in the Theravadan tradition, there's basically four phrases. May I be safe? May I be happy? May I be healthy? And may I live with ease? Simple, right? But it's not easy because we don't always feel this way. We don't always feel loving. We don't always feel warm and kind. Um, so it's important that we um, know that this practice is, is uh, when we do this practice, we're talking to our mind and heart. And we're inviting, uh, it's an aspiration of heart and mind when we give these phrases, when we say these phrases. It's also useful in the beginning to start with a place of where you know love, where you've been touched by uh, a moment, a glimpse, a second, a story, a memory of someone where you've been uh, really felt a sense of kindness from them. We start with that knowing because it's an experience that uh, we've had and we know what that feels like. So I like to begin the practice from a place of knowing what friendliness and kindness actually feels like and try to stay close in to that place with these phrases so that it's not that mechanical way of just saying this without feeling something real for you. So we're training the mind and body to live in the heart through the practice of metta. And I've found that in doing this practice, especially in terms of sending, sending metta to myself, I've deepened my capacity to care for other people. Not so much for them directly, but again, because of the atmosphere, because of the fact that I free myself up through this practice, that I have more capacity to be with the chaos and uh, difficulties that I encounter with other people in other situations. And metta can be like composting. It may feel like you're not doing much when you're doing the practice, but then you look around and you've created this rich soil, this stuff that, you know, was a mess at first, and now it's actually um, seeding a quality of loveliness that uh, surprises you and enriches the things that we may eat and enjoy later. So it's nourishing in that way. And it has its own rhythm and momentum that um, has its gifts 
seeding over time. So in that sense, it's a purification process. It creates enough warmth uh, and openness from the inside out that we can recognize in our practice when we're open and closed, when we start to shrink, and when we free ourselves up. We can feel the uh, experience of that in an atmosphere like this. We know when we're gripped and also when we let go through this practice. And the other thing that we can do with metta is when we are having a very difficult time um, with our mind and our thoughts and our body pains or whatever we're having, we just can't quite get off of it, we can offer metta to ourselves. We can offer metta to the struggle itself. May I be kind to myself in this moment of struggle. May I be with this struggle with ease. We can use metta towards our own relief. So the key in the practice is to take your time, to use your entire body when you use the phrases, to not just have it be voiced, but to experience your words through your whole body, to stay in touch with the goodness of your intention, your intention in offering the phrases, the aspiration of your heart when you're offering them. Pause often in the practice so that you can feel what's happening, not just speak what's happening. And allow yourself to Feel the phrases as well as the spaces in between them, the places of awareness itself. So let's practice together. I invite you to position yourself so that you're comfortable as you can be. Position your body so that it's not as much of a distraction as it can be. And checking into the body and a gentle scan from the top of the body down through the body to the feet, just inviting awareness along the way, taking your time here. Feeling the body from the inside. And feeling out the body with awareness.
Noticing your contact with the cushion you're sitting on, the bottoms of your feet. your hands, your lips, your eyelids, and relaxing your awareness here. softening on the inside. Letting the belly be soft and the hips. Allowing the chest and heart area to soften. Letting your breath be free. Experiencing its movement without controlling it. be at ease right here, right now. We call a moment of loving presence. It's not so much about recalling a person, but a moment of loving presence. 
with the person perhaps, but not necessarily. See if you can recall the details of that moment, especially how you felt right here and right now. Taking in the joy of that moment, the well wishes, Notice how you're touched by this recollection. See if you can feel the happiness and joy being exchanged. Notice any softening or relaxing that occurs. Let yourself really enjoy this recollection. Really settle into it. Really taking your time and letting every cell be bathed by this recollection. and allowing whatever goodness you're feeling right now, however large or small, just allow it to spread ever so gently throughout the body.
relax in this awareness. Now allow whatever images or a person you might have had in mind, allow that to fade. But maintain the essence of the loving kindness that was exchanged. And allow yourself to just know this kindness. Let the body and mind know. as thoughts arise. Let's give your attention to this essence of kindness. And I'll offer these phrases and just take them lightly. Repeat them if you like, or you can modify them. Just allow yourself to use the phrases to feel your own sense of connection to the the truth of them or the aspiration of them. May I be safe from inner and outer harm. May I be safe.
May I be healthy and strong. Regardless of my mental or physical challenges, may I be healthy and strong. May I be happy and content. May I be happy and content. May I live with ease of well-being. May I live with ease. With this breath, with the next. Repeat the phrases and experience the good intention that is behind them. Stay close to yourself in this practice if you can. You're talking to your body and your heart in this practice. Create phrases that resonate with you. 
May I live with an open heart. May I welcome joy and tenderness. May I welcome joy and tenderness. Resting in awareness. With ease and kindness.
may whatever blocks my heart be dissolved. May I be a good friend to myself.
May I be free from suffering. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.